0: Welcome back to episode number six. This is our second end of week episode where I cover off what's going on in the industry or the questions that you're asking me. Today, I want to go through the tools that I use to block and manage my time. And this came up because on our episode five earlier in the week with Vesna, we talked a little bit about time blocking. And then earlier in the week before, I'd also been on another interview where we talked about how I managed my time, especially being a consultant that works across multiple businesses using multiple project management systems, how I keep on track of it all and make sure that everything gets done. So I thought I'd use today's episode to go through a couple of the tools that I use to plan out my week and block my week out and how I track my time to make sure I stay on top of all the different projects. So let's get started. Welcome to the Beyond the Funnel podcast. I'm your host, Louise Griffiths, and together we're gonna nerd out on all things marketing and online business. After 10 years as a marketing consultant to online educators, course creators, and content-led businesses, I have strategized, built, managed, tracked, and scaled my fair share in this industry. I, along with some incredible guests, are gonna share with you what's working, What's not, our highs and lows, plus insights and tools that will support you as you scale your marketing, build your marketing dream team, and celebrate smashing those big business goals. If you are ready, scratch that craving, some conversations that go beyond the beginner marketing and funnel topics, then grab a coffee and let's get nerdy together. So this episode is going to be really useful regardless of whether you're a business owner just trying to track your own time across the projects you're doing in your business or whether you're a service provider like me that's trying to juggle multiple project management systems, multiple clients and multiple teams. So this episode specifically, I'm just going to go through how I manage and block out my time and make sure that everything has got the attention that it needs in every one week and how to plan my week with a certain amount of certainty so that every Friday, Saturday isn't a rush to try and catch up. So I use a couple of tools. Now, I will caveat this by saying that I love to plan. So you could probably use less tools than I do to achieve the same result. But I'm going to go through what I use and why I use it. And then you can take from this episode what's useful for you especially if you're finding that your own system for doing this just isn't quite right. So start with time blocking. So I've been doing time blocking now for a number of years and it's come in various forms. I, for a long time, printed out a template that I had and I used to write, physically write every hour what client and what project I was going to be working on. And I feel like it was because I felt like I had more control over the week if I was writing it out and it was all highlighted and it was beautiful. And over time, that's taken on many different forms of me trying to get it right. At one point, I had a massive pin board and I used sticky notes, a different color for every client. And I used to put um, all the hours of the day on this massive big board. Every task had a sticky note and I used to sticky note the whole board for the whole week. That became quite cumbersome and with small children running around, inevitably post-it notes would go missing. So now I do everything digitally and I feel like I found a really nice balance for how to plan out the week and it not take too long, but to be efficient with it. So for me, everything starts and managed being managed in a Google Sheet and I'm actually going to give you a copy of this template so it will be available in the show notes for you. I prefer to start in a Google Sheet rather than going straight into my Google Calendar because I feel like it is easier to move the times around, leave notes and also count up how many blocks I'm using for each project. So it just allows me to manage the week a little bit easier before it all goes into my calendar. So my Google Sheet looks like the days of the week along the top and every time in half hour blocks down the left-hand side, that's from before i get up to after i go to bed to make sure i cover off all the time blocks and the first thing i will do is block out any time in those spreadsheet cells that i'm not going to be available so i'll have a look at my google calendar any meetings that i've got any appointments that i've got all that goes in there first if it's a meeting with a client then it gets time blocked as that client and the rest just gets grayed out if i'm not available during those times the times i don't have childcare for example or I'm not planning on working, that all gets grayed out so I can see exactly how many half hour blocks I've got that week. And this is one of the reasons why I like to do this in a Google Sheet first. I just feel it's a bit cleaner than going into my Google Calendar. And so what I'll do is I'll go through all the project plans for all the projects I'm going to be working on. So this can mean going into Asana and Monday and ClickUp and all the different project management systems that my clients are using as well as Notion, which I currently use in my business. And just going through all the projects and getting an idea for how much time is going to be needed of me the following week. Now, none of my clients are on guaranteed hours each week, but I have a fairly consistent week in terms of the number of hours that I spend on each client to achieve the goals that we're going towards. So unless there's something out of the ordinary, each client gets the same amount of hours as they do the week before and and the next week each time. And so Blocking my calendar is normally fairly easy and standard each week. I tend to block out the same times each week for the same clients just to make it nice and easy. So in my Google Sheet, I actually have a stock standard template that I use. And then things move around if I've got meetings or different things coming up that week. Then I'll just move those half hour blocks around until everyone has everything in place. The other really nice thing about using Google Sheets is, is that on the right hand side I actually have all of the projects and clients I'm working on and how many hours that week I need to allocate to that client or project. And so that way as I'm moving the half hour blocks around, I count them all up and I can see how many blocks I've used and how many I still need to allocate into that week. So I tend to do this task either on the Friday or, or the Monday, just to plan out the whole week. And From there, it just gives me a really good idea and some certainty to how my week's going to flow, what days are going to be quieter and what days are going to be busier. And that way too, as the week goes on, I can see back and look at, okay, well, did I actually do all of those hours or do things need to move around? So once the Google sheet is done, I will then translate those blocks into my Google calendar. That just means that I can visually see it. I don't put it on my main Google calendar. I create a second calendar in my Google account and just have them both show at the same time. So I can toggle off the time block when I don't need it because it can be quite overwhelming. And so I have a a calendar that can be toggled on and off that is my time blocking calendar. Now, again, as I said, my week starts off exactly the same each time. So I have a template that just has recurring events in for the time block. And so I'm basically just moving them around to match my Google sheet. So for example, I have to take Monday morning off for any reason. I can see exactly how many half hour blocks I've missed when I get to my desk. And so I know how many half an hour blocks I need to move around with the availability I've got in the week. So I can go back to my Google sheet and say, see where I had half hour blocks that weren't being used and I can move those half hour blocks to there. And then I can obviously have a look at the project management systems and see if there's a project that's now gonna be affected by that time block getting done later. So that's how I schedule my week out. And from there, I then track my week using harvest, which might be called get harvest, I'm not sure. It's called get harvest in the URL, but I think it's just a harvest time tracking. I have just always used that one. I'm not sure if it's any better than any of the other ones. I'm just on the free account. So the way I create it to stay on the free account is you only get two free projects. So instead of having every client as a separate project, what I do is my project is just the month and each task that gets done in that month is a different client or project. So I just have a task that just says social media, for example. And then anytime I'm doing internal social media for myself, I just toggle that on and off and you can leave a description. So I don't need a separate project for each of my clients. I don't bill by the minute or by the hour with my clients. So really it's just an internal reference for me. So I just use Get Harvest really to make sure that something's not consistently going over hours or I need to relook at something because it's consistently taking longer than it should do or that I've allowed time for, and then it pushes everything else out that day. So I track the time and get harvest. And then I also use Calendly if people want to book into my calendar, and that just reads off my main calendar. So if someone booked something in and it ended up going into a block that I had blocked out for something else, again, it's really easy for me to say, okay, I now can't do that task at that time. Where's the next block I've got available? Where do things need to move around? And if I can look at tomorrow and see everything blocked out has to happen tomorrow, then I can block my calendar out so that people can't book meetings for those days as well. I was using Acuity app until quite recently. I've mostly just moved over because most of my clients were using Calendly. And if they're logged in and I'm logged in, it's actually easy to see each other's schedules. So that's the main reason for me moving over, but I do really love the interface and I'm really enjoying the way that it's laid out and the way that it's structured. So I'm really happy with the move to Calendly at the moment. So Calendly books in, get harvest, I track my time, and then I'm really using my calendar every day to keep me on track. And if I'm noticing that by the end of those blocks of time that I haven't finished the tasks that I need to get done, I need to look at where the next gap is in my week. But I also make note of the fact it didn't get finished so that I can make sure that is this a one-off thing or is this continuing to take more time than I'm allowing time for and it needs to be re-looked at. So I hope this has been really useful. If you are enjoying the podcast, I would love it if you could leave a review. All the details on doing so are over at louisegriffiths.com forward slash podcast. You can also use that URL to submit a question so that one of these end of week episodes, we could be answering your question for you. Thanks again for everybody that is listening and all the support that I am continuing to receive in my emails and over on Instagram for the new podcast. It all means the absolute world to me that you're enjoying this content. And I will see you next week with our next solo episode.